ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy. I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I draft a lot, ayy, and I ain't a junkie, I just draft a lot. I ain't really got a lot of thoughts, I just pack them in a box. So I popped up on this pod, now I'm outside of the box. When I pop up on the clock, last thing I think is talk. See, I'm winning it now, loving it three and a thou. They peeping my style, keeping it now, steadily growing my Dow Jones. Oh no, these kids be thinking they prowl. Oh no, no, immediately throwing the towel. See, when it's different, it's different. Go position by position. Ain't no issue commission. As a commission, I just listen. They envision my vision and my division. I'm stealing. Cause I'll be willing and dealing. Find me the trade. Cause I'm a fiend. I'm a junkie, ayy. And I'm a junkie, ayy. Ain't no denying my supply. I'm a junkie, ayy. See, I'm a junkie, ayy. And I'm a junkie, ayy. Be getting high off my supply. I'm a junkie, ayy. Yeah, boy, here we go again. Thursday night, Dynasty Junkies, episode 95, part of the DAP Dynasty Addicts podcast network, if you will. And we shall. This is your man, Scott Sidlow, on the mic tonight. Got my co-host, Andrew Hall, in the house. What's up, Andrew? What is up, Scott? This is a good time of year. We're happy to be alive. It's Dynasty time. Rookie drafts are happening, and Eliminators are kicking off. This is a good time of year. Way, way too many rookie drafts going on right now. But, you know, can you ever have too many rookie drafts? That is you can. I'm in four and it's a lot. I'm sure you're in like 15 or 20. That's crazy. No, I was in the 30s a few days ago and I'm over it, honestly. But um, (laughs) but (laughs) I've got some information for that. So we can help out the listeners. You know, it's going to be a good night. And, you know, we've got just the man to do it here with. It's actually my first time. I believe getting to podcast with Mr. John Bosch after many years of listening to him and, and then getting into two of his crazy leagues yeah. here just a couple months ago and trying to not make a complete fool of myself there. So Mr. At John Bosch FF on the Twitter machine. What's going on, John? Thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> oh, nothing. I got nothing going on right now. Absolutely. Nothing. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> No, we uh, we kicked off the Eliminators yesterday, la- yeah. yesterday evening, and uh, it's been wild. <laughs> people yeah. are people are excited, which is awesome, which is awesome. So keep signing up, folks. Uh, keep filling them. We're actually like way ahead of where we were last year. Yeah. Last year, the day one was kind of a nightmare for me, and that was when I last year was the when I decided it was time to give up some control <laughs> and uh, bring in some helpers to help build the leagues and this year that expanded andrew's now helping as well so uh nice it's uh it's a lot a a lot of help to make it go as smoothly as it's going and and it it feels like to me like we're still way behind but then i just try and tell myself like it's day one like nobody was expecting 50 leagues to get started today (laughs) yeah (laughs) what what year is this that you've been doing this now so 2017 was the first was year first year that okay. I ran them. Uh, I'll never forget Scott calling and saying like, Hey, do you have any ideas like on things we can do to raise a little bit more on money for fantasy cares and for the toys for tots shopping? And I was like, awesome. Oh, do I, <laughs> I was like, I actually <laughs> do have an idea. Uh, the eliminator, I, I ran it in 2016 as a listener league uh, in a competition amongst some of the guests from my original podcast, Fantasy Insanity. So uh, it, w- it was really fun. You know, we all chipped in awesome. just a couple bucks and we and we played it out. 
And it was really, really cool. I had a lot of fun with it. And so when Scott said, do you have any ideas? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I, I can run these eliminators, one celebrity, and then, uh, and then you know, at the time it was 16. Now it's 17 because we got an extra week in the NFL season. But 16 right. people sign up, donate some money to play against them. Back then we had cash prizes. I don't, I can't, like the fact that I did oh, that, I was, I was so dumb. Like we gave out a first <laughs> so <place>. naive. <laughs> we gave out a first place prize and a second place prize. So I like, I was tracking people down to give them their $10 for their second place prize. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like that was, that was such a nightmare. <laughs> I think I stopped giving out, I think cash prizes went away last year or the year before. Might've been the year before. I think it was and two. it was yeah. like it's so much better. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody, nobody no. ever did care. Even it's not when they why we did. Them. That's not why we yeah. do it. So right. people were like, "I just donated anyways." Most of the time, I'm like, right. I love the, right, I love the sticker. That, that's a great idea. Like the sticker winner. That's all I want. I have a sticker yeah. wall, as you've seen. Like all I wanted last year, I didn't really care the years before. Did if you I win or lost. Last I did. Yeah, and I was so, so excited to win. Sticker. I was like, "This is so worth it to me." I yeah. got a sticker for my wallet. It's so nobody perfect. got yeah. nobody else got those. The only Ugh. people that get them are the champion. You have. That's to what makes it. That's what makes it worth yeah. it, right there. Like, I can't I can, display I'll, one. I did not win any last year, so I did not get to display the. Maybe you'll get lucky sticker. this year. You never know. Maybe I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> it is maybe a lot not, of luck. Maybe, maybe I'll get skilled. It's definitely not luck. It's definitely not luck. 100 <laughs> percent skill. The eliminators are. <laughs> sure. <laughs> For those yeah, that don't right. know what the eliminators yeah, are, yeah, talk about the eliminators. I guess I, I, I think that would be good. That's what they are. We kind of jumped in in the middle of the conversation there. Um, <laughs> so the fantasy cares eliminators that now I that, that's what I run uh, this time of year. And there's a sign up on scottfishbowl.com. Easiest way to find the link is just go to my Twitter, it's in my pinned tweet right now. You will see a drop down menu with all kinds of names in fantasy football. You'll see Dynasty Junkies on the list. You'll right. see Andrew Hall FF on the list. Right. Uh, you know, just there are so many people. Heath Cummings is always on there because he Friend says, of the show. just keep yep. filling them. He's been on. Ryan McDowell, his name is always on, on there because he says, Never heard of him. just Sorry. keep filling them. Um, currently, just looking at the list, Mike Wright's got two spots left by the time this posts. Those will probably be gone. Or the, you guys uh, stream this live, don't you? So. We do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's big names. There's names that people are less familiar with, but should learn. So I, I always recommend if you want to learn new people in the fantasy industry, sign up for the random ones, just select random and I'll slot you in somewhere. It's, it's always cool. Cause people end up, you know, making a connection then with somebody they didn't know before. And, then they find a new show to listen to or, or a new article series to read or something like that. So it's really, really cool. Yeah. All the money goes to charity. So uh, right now there's a league safe open to basically make your donation. And then come October, I don't know what I set the date for, late in October, right before November, when we start doing the Fantasy Cares Toys for Tots shopping, like I'll just pull all the money out and we'll go do a, go to a big old Toys for Tots shopping drive. Um some of the money is also going to go to Go Pantry. That's a food bank local to me. And then celebrities, if they want to post something that they're passionate about seeing supported, can also post what they want supported. So I know Heath Cummings does a lot for a food bank that that he supports. And so his, all of his leagues will have that posted with it. And people can donate there as well. I love awesome. it. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll well, well, it's a lot easier than trying to collect a bunch of collection fees via 
PayPal, Venmo, all that stuff. That, oh, yeah, absolutely. I was, I was gonna, this was this is my favorite. I love this idea. Like having League Safe involved and being a place where people can donate their League Safe winnings if they have any, but then also putting like the Go Pantry or whatever you want. Just yep. donate something. That's the whole point of this, right? Yeah. The whole point and of I mean, SC Cares. Obviously, from Scott for SFB. <laughs> well, not <laughs> like stolen, not stolen, just borrowed, like loaned. <laughs> He's loaning it to this whole thing. Like this is the whole. This is really the start, in a way, of Scott Fishbowl season, right? Like this is when these yeah. these drafts kind of kick off that that type of summer vibe, right? Where it's like we're all trying to donate some money, and I think honestly, like the, the fantasy cares eliminators are one of those things that I I remember very dearly. I played in my first one. I think was in uh, was. And four years ago, and tags was the one that I picked. Oh man! Right, oh, and and that's... it was the one. I was like, tags was the one oh. fantasy analyst. I was like, that's the guy I got to be in the league with. Yeah. And so this year, I'm obviously doing another ta- for, to benefit tags, and and it's the one that Joe Pisa P is doing because I love Joe. I, he's been on the show too. I love Joe too. But it's yeah, like the, that. That was the one guy. I'm like, if I could pick any any fantasy analyst to play with, that's the guy I want to play with. And he was available, and I was like, hell yeah. And I love that about this because you can literally get in a DM group with these guys, right? You can get a front row seat to Mike Wright of the fantasy footballers. You can get a front row seat to, I don't know, Travis May or Andy Barons or like Chris Harris, like who's going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Like it's crazy to me how like you can get connection to these people that you kind of, I wouldn't say idolize, that gets to be a little bit big, but that you've listened to for years, you know? And it's like a really easy, fun way to kind of get to know these people. And then also you're in this chat with other fans of that person. So you end up making a bunch of new connections and it's such a good time. It's, it's for a great cause. It's 10 bucks, you know, just it's who cares. It's going to charity. It's going to a great place. So I'm, I'm so excited to be a part of putting it together this year. I'm just, I'm really thankful to you, John, for letting me be a part of it. Hopefully I don't <laughs> screw it up and lose my chance by next year, but you never know. We got <laughs> you're, time. you're fine. I appreciate, I appreciate <laughs> the help. We needed it. Well, and but yeah, again, I, Tags was literally just, I mean, he was, yeah. he, he was one of the first people that when, I mean, when I approached people to do this in 2017, I joined Twitter like in 2016 or something like that. So like nobody knew who I was and like, yeah. not that I'm known by anybody now. I, I'm known by a little bit of people in this small little, you know, tiny little corner of dynasty Twitter. Like that's, that's it. But uh, like, I definitely didn't have anybody knowing me back then and, and you know so i just was like messaging these people like hey you know i'm trying to raise a little bit of money for fantasy cares this thing that scott does you know we want to get a little more money for the toys for tots drive um which i mean everybody was kind of aware of that already from sure. previous years so obviously i had a little credence going into it but i mean tags was awesome like he immediately jumped into it and then as the years went by like i was like man you're eliminator filled up like super fast like you want to do a second one <laughs> he's like sure of course well and then, then i'm not kidding last year which i mean it's just it's it's sad as hell like i love talking about uh, the impact that he had on the eliminators but it also yeah. is just it, it's um horrible uh yeah last year he literally said like just keep filling them too like just keep yeah. filling them and i mean he's not somebody that would just like ignore his chat like you said like he yep. got in there and I mean, he loved talking fantasy football. He straight up loved it. People would ask him questions uh, just constantly, like on, like throughout the year, like people would come in and post like a trade question or something like that. And he, he'd reply like, that's definitely not expected of anybody. Um, but I mean, like Mike was just, he was awesome about it. And every single year people told me, 
you know, like, oh my gosh, I never expected that. Like, I didn't, I didn't know I was going to get that kind of experience. And like, you're getting like counseling for your fantasy yeah. football from like Mike Daglier. Like, that's awesome. Like, that's just, I mean, he was, he was so awesome. I'm literally, uh, I'm literally wearing. I know, right? His, his primer shirt right now. I almost um, called you out. I'm like, you're wearing the tag shirt. I, <laughs> I, the, I was looking shirt. it up because while you were talking, I was looking it yeah. up because I was curious. It was 2018. I joined my first Fantasy Cares Eliminator, which was Z Fantasy Cares Eliminator Tags yeah. Two. I was in that second one. I scored the highest score first week, and then was eliminated in week two. And I was that was probably the, my most active DM chat that whole year. I don't, I can't look it up for saying it doesn't go back that far, maybe. But I remember thinking all year long, like I lost and it didn't matter. It was so much fun to be a part of that. Yeah, and that's what I, mean, I love about these. The people just, that play in these, the, yes. the the participants as well. I mean, like everybody's a. Look, we're we're doing a bunch of drafts in May, yeah. uh, and it's not we're even crazy. dynasty drafts. Like there's no other are, way around these it. Are yeah. People that just like wake up in the morning and think, "What? What am I on the clock somewhere?" <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, their first their first <laughs> thing they do is is check to see if they got any trades offers, any any you know on the clock alerts. Like the people playing in these, it's so much fun. And there's, I mean, they're really you get way more out of the chats than. <laughs> And those are those are just a bonus. Like I even when I when I initially set these up, nobody knew that was part of it. <laughs> like no. I'll never I I won't forget like setting those up and then all of a sudden people are in like DMs with these people and they're like, "Oh yeah. my god, like I wasn't expecting that." I think yeah. people probably kind of expect it now, but it's it's still surprising to a lot of people because so many people are like I mean, the people that we all listen to, they're they're just people. <laughs> they're just yeah. a lot of them are fantasy football junkies just like us. So like, exactly. you know, they they enjoy playing and and there there's so many of them that are just so great and so supportive of it. Tags was tags was oh. awesome. I, I love that we get to I love that we get to run some this year and you know benefit his family. So yeah. For those that don't yeah. know, there are there there are I think there's still one or two. Um I know Derek's was almost full and uh Andrews had uh Andrews had some some more to go. Uh but they're they're listed on the on the uh, sign-up sheet as tags benefit. <laughs> and then yeah. it's got the fantasy pros person that is stepping in to kind of be the celeb of a tags league. And all the donations for those ones are being directed to his family. So Yeah. No, well, well-deserved too. And again, I don't want to hijack the whole thing on this, but I feel like this is the perfect time of year to bring you on and like to have you on, to like talk about these, because even if you're listening to this on podcast form next week, two months, whatever, Take a look at it, you know, go to the hashtag FC eliminator. Just look at all the people connecting over this, right? Even if you're not in one, try to figure out if you can get one next year. There's going to be a bunch of these. I know a bunch of people do them. Um, obviously, we have one for the Dynasty Junkies. If you want to sign up for us, obviously, me, Scott, and and uh, Rocky Wall co-own or co-manage team, which will be hilarious. I can't wait for that. For oh, us it worked out great last year, well, didn't it, Rocky? He's not here, so we can blame him. But exactly. that, that can I be wasn't... very fun in the chats too, because sometimes <laughs> the discussion over a pick of a co or tri managed team is openly discussed. Um, <laughs> yep, I, we're gonna, I, we're gonna uh, crowdsource sure it. it. <laughs> I can, I can already folks have some have some entertaining history, I believe, in some of their 
some of the league chats for these as Shane and Sipes and Jeremy are trying oh, to. God. Oh, God. Yes. So, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I can already tell you that it's going to be you and me against Rocky because you and me are very similar, Scott, on what we draft. Like, I feel like you and I are on the same page of value and like what's going to expand and what's going to be Rocky's the exact opposite. Right. And he's like team old QB and all this. Yes. So it's going to be entertaining. So if you want to right. have fun, and you're not joined one up, like not in one yet, or even you're already in 30. Who cares? Join another one, right? So like, come on, put us down. Go find the link. It's on all of our, our you can find it on our, our Dynasty Junkies handle. You can find it on mine. I'm sure it's on Scott's. We'll, we'll put it out there a bunch after this. So yeah, no, I'm really just looking forward to having you on here, John, and talking about that. But also we want to talk about Dynasty stuff too, right? We got some things to get into. I know, John, I know you're big in Dynasty and I know you've been doing Dynasty for a while. So Maybe that's the first question I have for you is how long have you been playing Dynasty? Just so people can get an idea since this is your first time on the Junkies. Um, I can look that up. I believe 2016 was my introduction to Dynasty. Yep, 2016, uh, which coincidentally, Andrew, you'll totally remember the uh, what, what set me on the pathway to going further into fantasy football. I was late one night and I was watching uh, this Bengals Steelers game and this effing idiot that I already didn't want on the team uh, was still on the team, even though he had multiple times been a complete idiot and he went full blow up idiot on the field and cost the Bengals a playoff game against the Steelers. Chris, I don't remember. No. Montez, perfect. Oh, perfect. Yes, of course. Playoffs against the Steelers. Literally, oh, that, yes, yes, that was yes. that was the point where I was like, I'm done with caring about the Bengals. <laughs> this is stupid. Why did I just watch this game? This game has no effect on me. I'm not playing fantasy football right now because it's a uh, immediately at that point. I was like, All right, I, I like fantasy football, I like watching football for fantasy football. I'm gonna go a little bit further into fantasy football and uh. That's when I started like writing up literally that night. I started writing up bylaws for like my first unique league. Oh, wow. And what was that? It was, it's, it's still running today. It's called my empire league is what I called ah. it. I didn't know what an empire was. I didn't know there were actually empire <laughs> leagues. Uh, that's actually, that was actually already a thing in fantasy football. I have no idea. Um, but what it is, it's basically a multi-pronged league where we play six different formats of fantasy football, the same group of people we play in six different formats. So we play uh, like a, a, a full season, just, just a single season redraft league. Uh, we play a best ball league. We play a salary cap league, a dynasty league. We play DFS against each other and we play playoff fantasy against each other. So like, so cool. You get points in all these different ways uh, based on how you finish in each format and stuff like that. Literally, I wrote that up that night that the Bengals lost. Like, I, I got the computer <laughs> out, and I started writing up these bylaws because I was like, I want to play more fantasy football. But I also am tired of getting, like, you know, second place in fantasy football and it not being worth anything. But if I get second place a bunch in a lot of leagues across, like, a five-year span, maybe I'll pay <laughs> off. It did. Sure enough, it did. Uh, <laughs> um, that was when I wrote that up. And then I, as soon as I wrote that up, I, I started, like, actually looking – looking up things on like unique fantasy football came across this series called keeping dynasty weird written by a guy named Ryan McDowell. And uh, then I actually in I emailed DLF <laughs> like email on this. I was like, Hey, can I get some feedback on this? Like, I like, I'm not sure how to even like go about doing something like this. And 
uh, I think Scott reached out back to me and he's like, Oh my gosh, this is like, cool. And like, so Scott saw that and um, he and I are very similar when we see unique leagues that are like, Oh my God, there's another person like me. <laughs> like that person's that. crazy. That person's crazy. Just like I am. Uh, so, I mean, that was when I kind of met Ryan and Scott and started talking to them about stuff. And uh, sure enough, not long after that, I was, I was in capitalist pigs. As my, oh, first, wow. yes. my first dynasty league ever. Wow. Uh, I got to participate wow. in the startup of capitalist pigs and boy, howdy. Now I know there, there why a, you are, how you are. Yes. Yes. It is. <laughs> there is a reason that I am a in the deep end, very aggressive player <laughs> when it comes to fantasy football. Well, um, I will say this. I love the way baptism. that you, I love the way you approach the game as a game and not as a football watching activity. And that's something I've loved about your analysis is always like, there's, this is a board game. This is a really elaborate, weird board game it without is. a board. It's, it's a strategy it game. It's a strategy yep. game. It's a game that's within a game is. within a game. And that's what we yeah. love here on Junkies is that we try to tell people how to play the game within the game within the yeah. game, right? Like, it's not about valuations. It's like, what does your league yeah. value people at? How can you Correct. somehow get an advantage over your league mates? And like, how can you do something that zig when everyone else is zagging and all that? So again, like, it's odd that you haven't been on by now because you're like just diehard with you. You, me and Scott are like a, a brother in that is like dead on, right? Like this is exactly what we all love is the game within the game, right? Within the I game. Like I, I really football. feel like I have been on this show before. You probably it, have. To it, be might have one, before, it might have been in a previous iteration. Yeah, it was it early be, days with uh, Rocky and, and Dustin. Uh, it's like the first yes. or second episode. It was Ro- it was with Rocky and Dustin. So okay, early you days with me and Scott. That's all I'm saying. Like, okay. you, you listen, the first time if it us. wasn't with us, it doesn't count. That's how it goes. Dynasty so, 2.0, new and improved. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, but I mean, John knows this because I've I've told him before. I messaged him like how I when I first got into Dynasty, I thought I was going to start this whole Dynasty Wall Street thing and be Dynasty broker because that that was my Twitter handle. <laughs> People are like, why don't you have a cool Twitter handle like everyone else? And I'm like, well, because I had Dynasty Broker, but uh, then I kind of look like a jackass. So I, I, I just, like, I think that's a I'm, good one. Do it. So, well, I still one. have it. I just, I didn't <laughs> use it. So I was like, I am, a, I am a broker. So I was like, all right, this matches my life. This is cool, whatever. And then I found this, you know, I was like, damn it, I found this podcast. It's already out there. They already do this. And then I listened to it and I was like, oh, these guys are great. <laughs> and then I ended yeah. up just being a fan. So, and I it's still fun. listen to this day. I, I don't think I've ever missed it. That's one of the very few that I've never missed an episode. So nice. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just how it goes. But Portfolio um, Dynasty, Scott, that's who you are now. Yeah. Well, there you go. It fits. I'm just saying. Hey, just, you, you know, you never know where life will take you. Great. Um, so I, you know what, as a, uh, as a crazy commissioner that you are, John, I have a question for you. Yeah. Okay. We had, a, uh, we had a, uh, pretty wild dispute in a league where the rookie draft came to a conclusion. Uh, the waivers were already just set to run weekly on Thursdays or whatever the designated day was. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't start until, you know, the draft ended, right? So waivers mm-hmm. didn't run, okay? But the draft concluded on a Wednesday evening. Mm, they ran and Thursday so what morning. happened was <laughs> waivers ran Thursday morning. Yeah. Well, a couple managers made some claims and got their players. A couple managers had no idea waivers were going to run. So my question is, I guess the whole... 
the people who obviously missed out were upset, but I feel like, Hey, if I missed it, I missed it. Like that's just, it's my responsibility to know when the waivers run. This is Mm -hmm. a league that I'm in. I'm, I'm a member of the league. I need to know the rules. Like, is it ideal? No, it's not ideal, but Hey, that's how it works. Every league's different. You know, who knows when it's going to go, but is that not how the NFL works? I mean, the draft concludes, and then what happens? Boom, boom, undrafted free agent. Boom, boom, it's happening like constant. So, I mean, hey. No, no, no. They have, to w- they have to wait until make sure everybody else knows that the, the UDFAs are now available. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. They, that's right. not how it works. No, exactly. Um, so, so, my question is, is it the commissioner's responsibility to announce that waivers are going to run and make sure everyone gets their claims in, or is it the members of the league's responsibility to know the rules of their league? So it's the commissioner's responsibility to define it in the bylaws, which I assume it was. It wasn't a new league. This is an existing <laughs> league. It's not new. It's done this every year. I mean, like in all the bylaws, the waivers should be defined. And part of that definition is, are there off-season waivers? If so, when do they run? And it's probably defined as from the time the draft ends until preseason, when it goes from being weekly to being like daily or whenever you know, there's probably a change as the season begins. But if it's once a week in the off season, it's once a week in the off season. That's probably defined in the bylaws. It should be. If it's not, then it probably is a little bit on the commissioner. Um, But if it is defined, well, learn your rules, people. My favorite gift. Dwight Schrute, learn your rules. Now, would it have been nice if the commissioner would have said, by the way, draft is over. We're moving on to the next phase. Waivers will run tomorrow. Or the commissioner could have said, okay, so the draft just ended. Maybe Waivers we should push it a week. to run, but I'm going to go ahead and delay it until next I week. I personally feel like the commissioner didn't even realize that it was going Probably to happen. Probably not. Probably so, not. And here's the other Here's the other thing that, and I, we don't have to go down this whole path because everyone already knows how much I hate sleeper, but this was a sleeper league. And so say, we yeah, don't have that story. sort of like, Here's the here's a link to the rules and uh, here's let me check the calendar and let this is it's just sleeper yeah. that's just how and so like again another reason I hate sleeper uh, just add it to the list but but it's uh, free it's but it's free and look at all the okay, 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 free. hold on wait it's wait wait, free. wait look how but, look how easy it makes your league be oh. it's free it's free but I promise you just go into a sleeper oh. league you're in go into the chat. And type in a product name or something, <laughs> and then go oh, on your Facebook. For sure, hundred percent. Just go ahead. Just yeah. something you've never put in your phone before. No, no, don't say it out loud. None of that crazy oh, stuff. You just probably just say it out loud while you have the app open. No, you <laughs> don't you're even get just, the ads still. <laughs> just, just type it in there. Boom, it happened. Yeah, we did it back to back last night. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, but <laughs> well, I mean, they're, just, they're making sleeper. your money somewhere. You, you gave away your right to privacy when you. Well, check out no, no doubt hang, hang no on doubt. i want to jump in i want to jump in because this is perfect that you bring this up my home league i'm the co-commissioner because no one else gives a crap and I'm, I'm in 12 dynasty leagues or whatever and all these guys are like what so i'm like hey i'll take over it's fine i'll help with the real you know my buddy bill is the commissioner so we ended up uh we set up the draft to run or the waivers to run on wednesday night thursday morning right like you can set that up in sleeper all was well the draft sure. ended, I believe, on and it was, you know, it's a slow draft. And the draft started early June because all these guys are home league guys. None of them are hardcore. So it started early June. It ended, I'm not kidding, it ended on a Thursday night, right? Thursday night at like, I don't know, 1130 is when the draft ended. 
waivers ran Thursday night into Friday morning, which was never selected, never chosen. That's never how anything. Sleeper does it. As soon as right? that draft ends, it's like, boom, waivers okay, ran. we're in. And I was season. like, we did not select that. That We, we right. said Wednesdays. It was set up for Wednesdays. I went in and looked the next morning. It was Wednesdays. Only two people had put in waivers because they were like, well, I'll just do it now while I'm thinking about it. Yeah. The rest of us were asleep because it was 1130 and I go to bed at like 930 or 10 most nights because, you know, I'm an early morning guy. So it was like, I, you know, a lot of people were like, what the hell do we do? So I'm like, well, obviously we undo all of that. It's not a big deal, but it does release some information into the yeah. wild that you can't undo. So, so there were some butthurt people in my home league. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Sleeper fucked up. Like it just, well, I don't know else to that's say. That's my like, question then. So it ha once it happens, it's over. You right. can't reverse it. So who do you punish? The people that followed the rules or... The people well, it's that, not that were... people didn't follow the rules, they just submitted okay, the no, claims. It, in that case, awake. it didn't, but in, in my case, it did. The people that followed the rules, we made our claims and, and it was done. I mean, it right. So, no, why I mean, should I be punished? It, no, I'm not punished. I mean, the, the it is the responsibility of every manager to know how everything in their league works, whether it be the rules, the settings, the site. It's it's not necessarily fun, but I sure as hell am not putting that on commissioner to babysit somebody else to teach them no. how to use. That's on the that's on the manager. So like, what we ended up doing guys, was we just my leagues. You'll you'll come to find that I don't make man, this, I my don't favorite make my favorite message ever is when I ask a question and John just posts a screenshot to the 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 rules and I'm just like yep you're right I should have read the rules and yep. so honestly there have been ever since that first time in fog of war John I'm like let me go read those rules yep. real hard because I don't want to get called out in chat. And I'll tell you what, 98% of my questions are answered in the rules because that's I know what's they're in, in the rules. When, you ask, when people ask a question, and I know the answer. Dude, I, I know where I, to go. To I get have them printed out. <laughs> I have them printed out. Well, do not print the internet. No, I'm not printing I've, the internet. No, but I'm I printed you know, the internet. It's, it's a good idea. And I printed John the internet. It's necessary. I agree. I agree. I had, I had to because I got too confused between... I don't blame you. Kitchen sink and risky business and, and um, kitchen sink is driving me bonkers. So I'm welcome. Everything is fine. Yeah. When you join a bunch of salary cap leagues there, <laughs> salary cap leagues are a different animal altogether. They're e easily my favorite kind of league. I mean, they're, if I could play nothing but salary cap leagues, I would get rid of all my other dynasty leagues, but they're I, so much harder to run. If you, depending on how it's set up, but like the way I set mine up, which I think are, really challenging and fun uh they're kind of a bear to run oh, well i bet yeah imagine. and you can't do them on sleeper speaking of sleeper I'm you sure really can't hell. do that on sleeper <laughs> so you got to do those on mfl and i want to say this to kind of tie it back in together that tags lead that uh, that tags league that uh that fce league in 2018 mm -hmm. was my first real mfl experience mm -hmm. and so that was when i was like you know what i'm going to try this mfl thing out i want to see how it's going and I, I'll be honest, and I think this is entirely rational for everybody listening. I hated it. It was the worst. Yeah, yeah. Now I've come around. It's the best. It's I I don't hate <laughs> Sleeper yet. I don't mind it, but it's so yeah. much easier to do stuff in MFL once you figure it out. It's like, yep. oh, this is the best part of the whole thing. So I, I thought I, it would I be fun to tie that around. in the chat that, that's like, how do I make a draft pick? I can't make the draft pick. <laughs> and I'm like, so four owners draft. That's literally the steps. Uh, or right on the, like, I, I, do my best and i will always take feedback on what i can do better in fce to make it yes. so that everything you need is literally right there on the home page like yep. you should not have to do anything but click on the home page of fce that is the only thing you should have to go to you can go to other things if you want to find out like the settings and the scoring and all that that's all readily available i do tell everybody like 
If you want information, that's under reports. If you want to perform an action like draft, trade, cut, things like that, that is under form owner. Like yep. that's your action tab, everything you do. And then reports is everything you want information wise. But so it's like, it's like I agree. I can't yeah. draft. I can't draft. I, I <laughs> fight. And I'm like, okay, send me a screenshot. This is this is my go-to. You'll know that whenever you see me say send me a screenshot or a screen recording, you, you just know that I know that you're screwing it up. It, it's not it's user <laughs> error. One hundred. I want you to show me how you're screwing it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Times. I've been I there. I want you to prove to everybody that it's you screwing it up. So if I ask you for a screenshot of something or a video of it, just know about ninety nine percent of the time when I request that, you know what happens? Oh, it worked this time. Uh -huh. Yeah. Hang on. I will attest are, to that, John. Uh -huh. Yesterday, you asked me for a screenshot. I sent it to you, and guess what? It worked. It, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. It works so every time. Amazing. Yep. Because I guess agree. what? Then people have to actually like they 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 don't want to like record themselves doing something that's completely wrong. So you know what they do? <laughs> they actually like read the instructions on something. So he he this guy did, I mean he did send send a screenshot and I'm like, "Well, you're not linked to the league." So like Yeah. <laughs> I said, "All right, let's go back a step. Send me a screenshot of the email so that I can make sure, you know, like that you linked from and he's like, well, I've never, I didn't, I never got a link. So of course he sent the There's screenshot. I of yep. course then take a screenshot of his screenshot circle with a real big red circle. The word link uh, <laughs> literally says link on this email. The email, like we've all seen the oh, NFL God. email link. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's not even a lot. It's like two lines right now. And right. Then there's like a line yeah. of code and it says right. click to link. You may have to copy and paste in your browser. Like that's all that's it, it says. That's it. <sighs> Guess all what? He was quickly in that league and made his draft pick, and I'm like, oh my Go god! Figure. Like, so, but but MFL is not user friendly. That's that's no. always the complaint I get. And I'm like, hang on, Dude, I you will, didn't I, read it. Like, I want to defend. <laughs> I've I never read this. It, it isn't user friendly until you understand the language it's talking to you in, and like then once you understand English. the language, this was it, well, English. Click, it's more like text based click. menus as opposed to pretty pictures. That's the what whole is, difference. People oh, are used to pretty pictures. Once you understand it's text your based, franchise. you don't oh, I know Andrew, that. Well, oh, trust me, you're going to see a lot more of this over the next two I'm, years. I'm excited. But at the same time, you're entirely right. It is in the email. I'm saying more like MFL. When you first log in, you're like, what the hell is this crap? But then after you understand the language and you kind of like are in the same page, you're like, oh, I get exactly where to go for this. And that's why I think over the years, I've been, I was much more like, ESPN, Yahoo, Sleep, or whatever. And the more years I do this, I'm like, and MFL is the best by far. Like, it just I mean, as you get to know it, it's like, it, this is much easier for everybody. Like, it just simplifies the whole process. But not everybody is there yet. Most no, of the I, people listening to this are junkies and they're probably there. But it's still <laughs> like, you know, you know. And I, I actually talking. don't have anything against, I have nothing against any other site. It's just when me people neither. tell me that like MFL doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, well, do, do me a favor, like, go try and set up. An eliminator. Go, go try and set up anything that set I run. Anything other than anywhere else. Oh my god! <laughs> like, trust oh. me, I tried to run some of my leagues on Yahoo uh, for the first couple of years. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I bet. And yeah. I was like, okay, we're just gonna pay the five dollars per manager, and we're paying for MFL because if you don't think that my uh, if you don't think my time is worth your five dollars, like the amount of time I was trying to track stuff offline using Yahoo, which is fantastic for redraft. Did yeah. not work for a salary cap league. Like, no. I mean, there's just they are what they are. But I I do understand that I draw the 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 fantasy cares eliminators draw a lot of new eyes. 
Yes. To my so that's why I seriously do try to go out of my way to make sure that like, this is going to be the first, I know, I know I'm going to get about 25% of the people that are participating this year are brand new and have never seen MFL. Yep. So my goal is to make it so they can, all they have to do is click, click, couple of clicks. Like they don't have to go searching for anything. So for, for the eliminators, everything should be there right on the homepage. It's so easy. It shows you the draft report. Right. All you have right. to do is click. I wish it didn't say pre-draft picks when you're on the clock. I wish right, it right. the draft, but like click that link eh. and see what happens, people. Guess what? You draft. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. What's the worst that could happen? Get your pre-draft for when you're on the clock. And you're on the clock right now, so it worked out. Like uh, yeah. I wish it said well, draft. I want to say this though, just because I think it's kind of interesting. I was invited to a league in 2016. It was a playoff league, like mm-hmm. one of those like playoff fantasy leagues. And it was uh, through my wife's work. And somebody said, hey, do you want to join this playoff fantasy league? And I was like, well, I like fantasy. But this is, again, before I was like really hardcore in Dynasty or anything. And he goes, hey, do you want to play in this fantasy league? And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he sent me the invite. And it went to this. It was the link mm-hmm. to my fantasy league. And I clicked on it. And I was like, nope. Like, I literally <laughs> I just like, one. nope. Like, I'm I not doing it. I was like, just I'm like not doing that. that. I'm not doing and, that. And like, was, I don't know I what this like, is. Like, I didn't terrible. care. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, I don't trust this. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, I just, but it's funny to look back on it now and be like, oh, had I known? Like, that guy was just three years ahead of me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he had done this a couple of times. And I was like, this is the only place to play playoff mm-hmm. fantasy football. Yeah, like, well, you can't exactly. do it anywhere else. They yeah. also had something called MFL 10s, which yeah, was basically oh, yeah. underdog before underdog or, yep. you yes. know, whatever, you know, site you do that on. And so if I look back, the cool thing about MFL is the history. And so like I, I can it. go back to the history in all my leagues, all my oh, stuff. Oh god, were you an MFL junkie when they had MFL tens? Oh yeah. So twenty so twenty seventeen was my my first like okay significant amount of leagues on here. And it, it was MFL tens and I was like Wow. Yeah, this is this is cool. Like I thought I was like, oh, I'm I'm taking the next step here. I'm bombing. I, 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 I remember hearing about him on the Sirius XM radio. They were talking about yes. MFL tens yep, and all this. And I was like, I, that's, that's too advanced yep. for me. Like I'm not there yet. Yep. Now I'm there. Like I, oh my God, where is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, now no. on our phone on underdog or DraftKings. <laughs> so much easier now. Anyway, we've done enough about I, I don't want to say we've never done enough, but we've done a lot about commissioning talk. And I honestly, that's what we brought you on for, John. Like, this is what we're talking about. But I do want to get, we do want to get into some Dynasty talk for a little bit. I know you might have to go at some point because you've been cross-eyed from setting up these eliminators. So please let us know. But No, we're fine. I we're fine. I, I, drank, I drank some caffeine. So I'm good. <laughs> perfect. We're good to go. The one piece of news we have in the show sheet, which I love you put this on here, Scott, is that Tom yeah. Brady retires it's again. It's like, let's talk about this. Hang on. Is Tom Brady a worthy booth analyst right immediately after he, he leaves the league? I'm. I'm not sure. John, what do you think? Is John Brady going to be a good analyst immediately? Okay. So one, I, Should he be? I, I keep the volume down when I watch football because I really don't care what announcers say. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, wrong. I keep it so low because I literally don't care. Uh, but Tom Brady is worth every penny of that because one Fox is paying it to him. Yep. It's not going to hurt them. And he is a draw. So I'm sure people will be like, I want to hear what, I mean, everybody saw what the Mannings did for the Manning cast. Yeah. That's the new thing now is it was fun. Actually. I enjoyed it. We want to get Tom Brady's insight into the game. We'll pay whatever it takes because you know what? There will be plenty of people that tune in and hear what Tom Brady says. So do I think he'll be good at it? 
I, I don't know. I don't care. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that matters. I think he will be worth the money. Great answer. Yep. It doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's good or not. It, it just seems. Matter. I don't. I don't it seems a weird path to me. Matter. It yeah. just seems a weird path, doesn't it? Like it you're is, the you are the goat, and now you're going to call he... games. Like he's. You could just go buy a franchise. Like what are you doing calling games? He's going to get paid what like thirty five million a year. He doesn't care about money. You know how much Giselle makes. He's married to Giselle. Yeah, (laughs) I am aware, but thirty five million a year that buys you another a whole lot more vacations. In uh, even you know, I don't know. Doesn't suck. I don't know. And I'm guessing they're both worth because of their crypto investment. I'm guessing they're both worth more, way more than we even know they're worth. Like, oh, no doubt. Money is not an issue. So I know that. But um, I mean, he does like the game. Like, he he can't get away from it. And this is the way he'll be able to stay connected, but not be. He's not going to be that uh, announcer that like puts in 40 hours of prep. No. He's going to show up the night before a game, go out, have a nice big dinner that'll be super healthy uh, (laughs) with some people, you know. And then he'll show up, he'll do a game, so he'll be around football, and then he goes back to back home. And like, you know, he's he'll he will have that time at home, and maybe this time it'll stick. You know? <laughs> we hope from, from, oh, oh no, I not for me. Tom Brady, I love him. <laughs> the, no. the uh the Wish the eliminator scoring, if you didn't notice, I think it's basically is is it's Tom Brady scoring for Tom Brady. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think Tom Brady's gone 101 in some drafts already, and I'm not surprised by it. <laughs> uh. I'm just fed up. I mean, again, just I, I like Tom Brady. Don't get me wrong. I just feel like enough's enough, man. Like, come on. I can never get it. It's enough. like when Brett Favre got yeah, to the end but, of his career. But like, he's not on. doing anything like Favre. Favre would be like, it'd be like a show. He'd be like, I'm going to be on my farm. You guys come fly the helicopter down and talk me into playing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's never done anything he like that. He walked away and then it was like two weeks later. Eh, you know, I actually kind of want to play. So well, he I'm put out that. like one <laughs> message that was like, "Yep, it's been a ride. Cool." You know, that was it. The, there was nothing about it. Like he's been nothing like Brett Favre. And, and trust I me, I love Brett Favre. Favre. No, so. that's fair. That's I'm fair. That's fair. He's on so many of my teams that I just want to keep raking points in. Yeah, keep giving, keep giving me that QB. That's such a rocky week, move too. Week, yeah, I was gonna say rocky week. is too. Yeah, Rocky's so happy that Brady unretired. Oh my me god, too. I, I mean, literally it's half I, his leagues. Well, I'm. I, there was one guy I was in a league with who, as soon as Brady retired, he dropped him, and then oh. he unretired, and so he was. He sent a message I, in the group can chat, I like, back? "Can I get him back?" Yeah, no. Nope. He's like, "Hey," and, and the commissioner was like, "No, actually, you dropped him." Yeah. Which I don't know why you dropped somebody, anybody in February. Like, what are you doing? You don't need to yeah, roster what, space, right? Unless but he just was like, he retired, down. like that RIP poor guy out, whatever. Like, but he was like, "No, right. you can't get him back." Like, that's it's free for all. He ended up spending pretty much all of his fab and got him back. Which I thought was pretty ironic. So really, he didn't drop Brady. He just dropped eight hundred dollars of his thousand dollars worth of fat. But again, I'm like, that was who so didn't spend more than that? No, because all of us are. And this is going to sound strange. But all of us are kind of like sorry for the guy for dropping him. Oh and no, also, I would have went all in and then also, traded him back to him. Also, some yeah. of us were like, I, I bid like five hundred and sixty-eight dollars. I think it was, and somebody bid like six sixty-three. Like we're like we're not going to go all in on Tom Brady for fat. Oh, I like, would have. I I know I you would have. But I was like, I'm gonna give it a minute. Let's, and he'd been like eight twelve or something like that, and got Brady. And I was like, all right, at least he got him back. But he lost all of his fat for the year. That was, that was entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but no, nobody spent all thousand to get Willis is awesome on this. Like nobody spent all thousand, which I was kind of shocked by too. I wasn't gonna do it. 
I would have 100. I know you would have, but I was like, no, no, no. I, 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 I just like, don't see why wouldn't it, you? Why wouldn't you? Well, here, here's why I. He's did. easily so, worth a first to any what, contending team. If you're rebuilding, who cares? Just, just trade him. I agree with your logic. I just disagree with your premise. Like, if he's worth a first, you're exactly right. It just he. Here's my logic. There were three or four guys in the league that really wanted him, not the whole league. So my thought okay. process was too, if I can get, if I spend a whole thousand on him, I've only got four people in the league that are willing to spend what could be that same amount for him. Right. So my thought was, I'm not going to spend the whole thing. If I get him for a discount and can trade him for something, of course that's worth it. But based on the fab, nobody was willing to spend a full thousand on him. So in my league, he wasn't worth a full thousand. That means in my league, he wasn't worth a first. That's all I'm saying. Like, okay. I wanted to get okay. a discount for it. I'm not all saying right. I, if fair. I had spent a whole thousand and that's nobody fair. was willing to give me a first form, I'd be livid. I'd be like, yeah, damn it, I lost all my fab for it. So again, true, every true. league is different. How many times have we talked about this, Scott? This yep. comes up almost every single episode. Every league that's is fair. unique. In this that's league, right. it was kind of it wasn't like a, it was a twenty dollar league. It wasn't like a big spunt money spender. We we're all friends with each other. All of us are kind of like he's going to spend the most. I don't really want to go and do a thousand and a thousand and whatever. He, there's only one buyer. Like none of us wanted him. We're all ragging on him in the chat. You know what I mean? Like they, the, the market was nothing. I totally get what you mean. But in this league, it was like, eh, I just don't feel like it's worth it. I'd rather get a discount. And none of us got a discount. A thousand in hey. a second. Maybe that market changes. So, oh, for sure. Like in a trade, that's different, <laughs> but I can't bid a thousand in a second. You know what I mean? Like, no, but you no. got to think in those terms. I know. I get it. I get it. But again, like this guy that won it was like 812, and now he's at a very big disadvantage going into the league year. And who knows? Honestly, who knows? Elijah Mitchell in that league, Elijah Mitchell was a, a fab bid. Like he was oh. drafted and dropped. How shallow is this league? It's a 25 roster spot league. So it's not like it's a, it's not uh, very deep, which makes it more draft. worth it. But it does seem like redraft. But I'm just saying, like, it, I, I'm just trying to get to the point that there is a logic to everything. And my logic was, I'm not, I'd rather get him for a discount than pay full value. That's yeah. all it was. That's all yeah. it was. And honestly, who knows that at that time, who knew if he was going to actually unretire? Maybe he un unretires. You know what I mean? Like, there was some, you, you remember this? I'm sure we all do. Like, back in, oh, no, no, I'm not retiring. Like, who knew what the next three days were going to bring? Like, maybe he goes, no, no, never mind. I'm out again. Like, there was some uncertainty. I'm just being honest. Like now it looks silly to say, but I'm not going to spend my entire fab on some guy that might retire in March when they draft somebody in May, April. You know what I mean? Like yeah, people kept Calvin Johnson on rosters for like three years. Oh, I know. <laughs> like actually, Scott, uh, do you still have Andrew just, Luck at all? Do you still have Andrew Luck? No, nah, I, I know finally had to give him up. Yeah, I finally had to give him up. Still have Andrew Luck. Exactly. Uh, don't cut quarterbacks. Don't cut superstars. At least yeah. not right away. I got like, luck so yeah. hard. Not good. Not good. <laughs> I know it's a it's a sensitive topic, but all right, well, that's the news. We're going to move on from the news, even though we really don't do the news, as you put on here, Scott, which is perfect. That's right. We don't do so, news. Didn't Jerry Judy get? Well, that's Who? that's kind of newsworthy. Jerry Judy got arrested. <laughs> we don't know what it means yet. That's way more important than we don't know what so, it means yet. Here's the thing that people. So first of all, stop sending me a 2025. 12th round rookie pick for him because it I, I don't give a shit. I don't care about that pick for any player on my roster, let alone a guy who's probably not even going to get in trouble. Okay. And second of all, would you take like a 2024 fourth? Cause I'm going to offer those out. No, but no, but seriously, like just stop with the, like, just, it's just stupid. I don't have that many shares, so it's really not that annoying for me, but it just happens all the time. Anytime there's some negative story, you get that one jackass in your league that like offers you, you know, the furthest possible out pick 
that's available and the latest, you know, in the last round of the draft. And it's like, guys, that has zero value, right? I don't even care about 2025, not even the 2025 first. I don't care about right now. So I just, just don't be that guy in your league. Seriously. Don't. I will agree. Don't be that person. But uh, I will also say then occasionally I see a transaction email and I'm like, Son of a bitch. I, I get it, but <laughs> How, what? Like, I wouldn't even have offered that. Why <laughs> why would somebody even offer that? Not only that, why would somebody offer it, but why would somebody accept it? Like yeah. somebody that accepted person, it. Oh my the God. person it, who accepted should, should have been shopping them. Like, that's that yeah. should I be on them. Should I be sending these terrible offers to the, I'm on the other side of it? And then I'm like, okay, no, it's just not worth it. Because even on like the one percent or the point one percent chance, like I don't want to spend the other nine hundred and ninety-nine offers is not worth it to get right. that one that does go through. So no, I'm right. just well, I want to talk about this for a second. Cause you bring up a good point. I, I, in my career as a dynasty manager, which is, you know, four years strong at this point, not that crazy. I have sent more bad offers than good offers. And I feel like this, this isn't necessarily an indictment of, of who I am as a person, but more like, have you not been on Twitter and seen some of the crazy crap that people get? So it's like I, part of me I is like, it. I don't mind sending a crappy offer. And then I get that laughing emoji kind of response and DMs. And I'm just like, man, listen, are you not on Twitter and see what people are paying for stuff? Like, right. I might as well try. Like, And then they're like, well, that's the most ridiculous offer ever. And I'm going to roast you. I'm like, dude, listen, I'm not trying to insult your intelligence. I'm not calling your mother ugly. I'm just saying like, here's my first offer. And also it's a starting point of a negotiation, right? Like, why would I send my best offer first? Granted, there are some leagues I do that oh. where I feel like we've we've lost this negotiation oh. tactic. But why not send a shitty offer and like get it across the board and see like here's where we're going? Yes, no. sometimes it can be. We're bad. not going anywhere from that, right? Unless, right. right? Unless, and I'm gonna bring this up right now because we're in it. If you're on the clock, if you are on the clock in a rookie draft, send an offer. If you want that pick, send an offer they can't refuse. Okay. Yeah. If you want that pick, send an offer they can't refuse. Don't send two future fourths for a 202. Okay, yeah. nobody's taking that. Even if they don't even like the players in this draft, it, no one's taking that. So don't don't do it. But it, I'm telling you, so many times people get frustrated because what I what I kept doing, and I mean honestly, I'm I I almost feel bad, but it's like when I have 25 rookie drafts going on. I'm not going to decline 17 offers every time I'm on the clock when you offer me a, a next year's fourth for my oh, second round pick. You don't have to, Scott. So you, I don't. You I, I ignore it and I just make my pick. Yes. But yep. the problem is then people get pissed off. Oh, this guy doesn't reuse it. I don't want to lose future trade partners. I don't want to lose the relationships yep, in the league. Happen. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't offer me that shit. If, yeah. if, yeah. And guess what? There are times where... Because Rocky can attest. I forget which league it was. One of them that he runs, uh, I made an offer to somebody that was on the clock and he smashed accept because he could not refuse because I wanted that pick. So I made him a good offer. So that's how it works. If you want the pick that's on the clock, make a good offer. Hang on. Hang on. I will say, yes, you're right. If you want something, go make a good offer. And I'm not saying on the clock. There's no ticking clock. Right. Like you're talking about Jerry Judy for like a 25 first or something. Right. Yeah. No, I'm saying, I'm saying rookie drafts. Specifically. No, no, I know. I know. I'm saying more like in my head and, and John is probably going to disagree with this because you guys and myself, too, who are in a bunch of leagues. This is where it gets to be a fine line. You have to kind of know your league a little bit here. 
You can't just send crap offers sure. to everybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with sending a bad offer and getting a bad counter that goes, no, I'm countering. I'm done. I'm rejecting. No counter. You don't have to send like no counter. Like, no, of course not. It was a crappy offer. You know this, right? What I'm saying is we all are on Twitter all the time. I can't tell you how many times I'm in DM threads or I'm, I'm seeing it on Twitter where somebody gets a trade done and I'm like, why am I not sending that? Like if there's even one out of 12 chance, like why not send that offer? Right. And then I get a DM from a guy that's like, what are you a fucking moron? Why would I take that offer? And I'm like, I'm not a moron. I'm just saying, here's my Twitter thread that I just saw this thing happen. You're, you're too smart. Great. I'm not trying to be insulting to you. I'm just saying right. one out of 12 might do it. And at some point it's like, I'm not trying to like waste your time. I'm not trying to like, I don't know that you're in 45 leagues right now. Granted with you, I do. And right. this is what I'm saying. Right. Like, when you go, when you get to know your owners, there are definitely some managers that are like, I'm not bullshitting with you. I'm not taking this. I'm not doing that. Right. And that's fine. And they just flat out reject, but you can't be upset when they flat out reject. That's the catch. And I've been on the other side of this where somebody sends me a crappy offer and I flat out reject and they're like no counter. And I'm like, you sent a crappy offer. Like, why would I counter? You know what I mean? Like what that, that I get what you're doing. Like send it to everybody. That's fine. I'm not falling for it. Like, I'm not going to get upset about it. So it's kind of like, it goes both ways. Right. For me anyway, it goes both ways. Like, I don't mind sending crappy offers, but it means I can't be upset about receiving crappy offers because Twitter is proof that crappy offers get accepted every gosh darn day. And I'm like, if I could get Sutton for 223 first, you're saying I wouldn't send that offer. I don't mind getting laughed at, but if it gets accepted, I'm walking all the way to the bank. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you kidding me right now? Like a lot of know. times that that is my response. Like if I have the time or care enough is I will just send a screenshot of like the DLF trade finder. And I'm like, the reason yeah. I sent you this yep. is because Same here. this is what I'm seeing here. Or the I'm reason I sent you this be is insane. because yeah. in one of my other leagues, this trade just happened. So I was like, well, shit, I'm going to see if I can do that too. So I, I am, I am definitely with you there. I'm on the same page as far as that goes. If I'm basing it off of something else that's happening across my other leagues, which is, something i really want to get into overall like we're gonna to have to do that next week because i want to bring yeah some we're data. already at almost an hour can you believe yeah that? i'm gonna bring i'm gonna bring some data too on the trade oh, please do john please do please do go ahead go ahead john i know just you send, have an opinion just send your best offer and if they reject it then it's over literally right, but, that's it i but, don't okay. know you, you said we're losing this whole negotiating thing fuck the whole negotiating thing it doesn't fucking matter Hang on. Just, just send an offer. If somebody wants it, they'll say yes. If they don't, then they can delete it. They can reject it. They can leave it there. I don't give a shit what they do with it. If they don't like my offer and they don't want yes, to Yes, you do. It, if you send an offer that is ludicrous and they accept it, isn't there a logic part of your brain that goes, I could have sent less, right? It's like, isn't yes. it? I'd rather mm. send less than nope. more. I'm just being honest. Like as a nope. value dynasty Literally, player, especially, if I get what Scott, I, if, if sometimes, I get what yeah, I want, sometimes, yeah, fine. yeah. If I get sometimes. what I want, I'm fine. I don't. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I no, no, only no. expect my first offer to be accepted because guess I, what? When they counter, I'm like, no, I, I right. see what I felt good with. Right. I'm, and I this don't is what I'm to, saying. I don't even have to look at your counter because I don't care. This is what I'm saying. I agree with you 100. That's the that's one way to play it. It's not a right or wrong way. It's, it's not like but I'm that's right rare. Wrong. It's rare. Even, yes. And even so then, let's freaking say, refreshing when other people. I know. Oh, I don't <laughs> blame like, you. No, but I'll at the same time, like, okay. I know I'm not sending John Bosch a crappy offer, right? I'm sending. ABC one, two, three on Twitter, who I don't know, a crappy offer. Like I'm saying, like, I'm, I don't that know this person. Differently, though. Because like, I, why honestly, do you assume they might be an idiot? <laughs> That's what John, me. Like, hang on. Were we not just talking idiot. about how many stupid people talk to you about <laughs> rules and leagues? You know more stupid people than I've ever met. 
Like, of course there are stupid people out there. I'm just saying. That doesn't mean I'm going to act like they're stupid. It's not worth my time to find out whether they're stupid or not. It's just not. <laughs> like, I don't care. I mean, ultimately, no, when I, do, I know when you I don't. Do I know you don't. Got screwed email. It's like, oh man, I should have done that. But then I actually think about it, and I'm like, God, I would have to sit there and send out so many shitty offers right? to get one to go through. Like, how yeah. is that? How is the? It's a lot the more. Message? It's not. It's really? a terrible ROI. That's it's a lot I, more I work. Waivers. Like, I've gotten so lazy in my dynasty playing habits, and guess what? doesn't change the outcome of anything. <laughs> I, yeah. don't care that, I don't care that you just got that fourth string running back. And if three guys get hurt in front of him, he's going to be the starter. And then you're going to drop Agreed. him the next week. Like, oh, that th- there was an injury at the wide receiver. And this guy's got a good matchup against a safety that's hurt. I don't care. Aren't you talking about how stupid managers are though? You're, you're like li- literally like lining up for the same point that I'm trying to make. Like there are literally, let's say, oh. let's say. No, those people are insane. Those people right. do waivers. Like that, they're not stupid. This is what I'm saying. Let's say in a 12 in a 12 team league, in a standard 12 team league, let's assume six of the managers are smart and all three of us are in that six, right? And then I'm like, listen, I'm gonna send an offer that's a little low ball for these other guys just to see what happens. And guess what? Because, because here's why. If I send an offer and they respond back with that was the most absurd offer in my entire life, I'm like, great, you weren't gonna trade it for me anyway. And I've now learned something about you for future trades. That's the way oh, I put see, it. But you're not going to get like what do you, any any offer you've ever sent me. Do you get any response other than delete or reject? No, but here's the bonus. Here's the bonus. See, that's where not, I go with that's this. Another thing. You should never. If you're respond really smart, you never people. respond. Exactly. You never counter. You never. You never show your no. cards. This you is what I'm saying. So if we're looking at this like there are six owners that are not as smart as us, but of those six, all six of them counter with some sort of upset message. Guess what? They're still not as smart as us. Right. This is where I'm going with this. Like you can literally. I don't play the think game I'm smarter than anybody. That's the no, thing. No, no. I just, I'm not I just saying you are. I, none of us are. <laughs> Honestly, Scott and I are the first to say we're not great at this. We just do it for fun. And I'm saying I have fun with trading more than I have fun with drafting. I have fun with trading and I like crafting trades that make sense for both sides. Which is worse to you? Sending a trade that is a very fair trade, but you pay a little more, but then or or spending three hours on a trade that is very fair that they smash to climb. Like it, I, it's it's almost worse to me to spend money, spend time building a trade that's fair that they go, this is ridiculous. There's no way that's fair. And I'm like, what did I do all that work for? Like, I might as well not do any work. Like, let's just throw shit now, against the wall and see what. Now sticks. you got it. Don't do any work. Bingo. So I'm saying, like, I might as well <laughs> send one first to three first and see if they say, see what they Why respond with. Why would you with. do any work? Why? How because to build a, a good trade, you have to do work, John. That's what I'm don't trying to say. Yes, you do. And hit send. <laughs> Be like, I want work is it a bad trade then? It's the same amount of work. Correct. It is the same amount to send a good or a bad trade. But if you actually want to get something accomplished, it needs to be one that is valuable to the other person. Send them a good player to get a good player. I agree with that. No, I agree with that. I'm saying I'd rather spend time sending three crappy offers than building one perfect offer. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'd rather spend time sending three crappy offers and having three managers respond with whatever the hell they're responding with. Because to be honest with you, I've had trades accepted one of those three. And I'm like, well, then I'm glad I didn't do any work. I'm saying like, just being honest, like it, it ends up working out more often than not. That's all I'm saying. I've done the logic on this. I know, Scott, you do a lot of trades. How do you tend to build a trade? Do you tend to build a trade that's fair for both people and like the perfect trade? Or do you tend to just send something and see what they say? 
So the vast majority of my trades are based on I see something happen somewhere and I go, I like that value. And I go into 10 of my leagues and I just send it out randomly. I can exploit that, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I mean, other than rookie drafts, I mean, rookie drafts is when I'm getting rookie drafts most are trades very done. Different. Yep. Yep. But otherwise, during, you know, season or non point scoring season outside of the draft, that's typically how I'm doing it. It's in it's in volume and it's, you know, I'm targeting a specific player to either tr- move, you know, move away from or to trade for. So I, I'm, I'm not, not saying anybody's I'm usually wrong. not sitting in a league going like, oh, let me let me like look at all the roster. You know, I don't I don't really I frankly, I don't care, you know, <laughs> I, so I, I just I probably should do that. But I just so, I just I'm telling you, John, yeah. listen, you, you love this game as much as anyone. And it, I totally get your logic. <laughs> I know you've been playing it a while. You, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you'd be shocked at how many crappy trades get approved. And you're yeah. like, I wish I was on the other end of that. So I'm like, well, if that crappy trade's getting approved, I might as well send effort. my own crappy trade. It's worth, it's less effort. That's what I'm saying. It's it's worth less effort. I agree with you. It's not worth the effort to build a perfect trade on the first cent. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's not worth the effort to just send out. I, I don't know. Some people just like trade. You like trading. So I just I love trading. I, I can't just sit down and go, all right, I want to make trades. Russ does that all the time. And I'm like, yeah. Ow, like how is this fun for you? Like I look at the you team, know what? I'm like, oh, I'm set. I you know my starting lineup's good. I got I, I like my depth. I don't need to trade in this league. So like okay, check that box. I'll look back at it again next year. But this <laughs> I gotta is actually, get hurt. Okay, now I need to make a trade. Let's well, go. You're making a perfect point. And this isn't necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just that's the difference in dynasty managers, right? Yeah. Like some of us just have tons of free time or just love the trading aspects and like playing the value, playing the market and all this, like being a broker, as Scott was saying. Some people are like, Meh, I'm good. I don't need to trade at all. And I'm not going to look at that league. And that's fine too. But again, this is where it comes in handy. If you can keep notes on stuff and like kind of write things down and be like, hey, yeah. John Bosch is in this league. He's not going to accept a crap offer. I know that. Like Bob Gilchrist, not going to accept a crap offer, right? But there, I'm not going to call him out. But there are plenty of people I'm in leagues with that accept crap offers every freaking day. And I'm yeah. like, I want to be on the other end of that. And yes, there is a negative to that because at some point that team gets so bad they might abandon the league and it becomes an orphan. And there's a bigger picture to all of this. But my logic is I want to win this year, every year. That's all I care about. And so like, if I can play the Monopoly game, the board game, as best as possible and somehow exploit somebody else and be like, I'll sell you this for more than I paid for it, why wouldn't I send that offer? That's all I'm saying. It is more effort. It is more work. I mean, that's what I base my entire playing style on. Exactly. It's just, it's, I just don't start. I don't start with. I'm going to start with a bad offer. Well, I'll again, bad offers are, offer are subjective. Start with a bad good offer. offer. Yeah, bad offers are subjective. I start with a good offer. I start with. I look at the team. I'm like, hey, you need a running back. I've got receivers. Like, I do all of you that. Start logic. with it's anything that your response is. Well, it's a starting point of a negotiation. That means your initial offer was not good. No, no, usually I agree with you, but usually I do take into effect something. I'm like, listen, this team is contending. They've got, you know, four draft picks in this class. I've got six and I'm not contending. I like having more draft picks. Maybe I'll try to trade back. Maybe they want to trade up. That's the logic. And then I send something that is a little bit of an overpay just to see what they say to it. I don't mind if they say, no, there's no way. Then they respond and I can be like, all right, what about this one? What about, I don't mind if I don't get a counter because then I'll send another one and be like, all right, what about this? There have literally been trades. I send like one for three. And I literally just remove a whole draft pick and I send it one for two after they ca- they don't counter. I'm like, all right, what about this? And then they're like, okay, that's more fair. I'm like, why not send that first one? It doesn't take that long. Like again, in MFL, clicking boxes, John, this is what we do. It's easy. Like it's easy. It's sleeper is actually a lot harder. 
I hate sleeper trades. It's so annoying. But in the NFL, I can be like, click, 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 done. You know what I mean? Like, I'm out. Moving on. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. It is easy. But we've covered it. We've covered it. A lot of effort to have to go and look up. So, trading is effort. Find me a trade. Find me a trade. Speaking of trading, let's find me a trade. Let's find a trade. All right. All right. John's going to be our. Oh, man. That sucks. This is the worst one I've had in like. I'm sorry, Jason, but <laughs> this this one's rough, buddy. So if you want to get into the all right? Let's do it. Yeah, here I'll talk yeah. about this. So Jason Real at our real people. He's uh he is one of our people. I'm in a ton of leagues with Jason. He's an awesome dude. Um, we've had some good chats over the years. So you know, trying to help him out here. This is a business trade with him real fast. Like, oh, hopefully, hopefully it didn't. okay. This is a different. Uh, this is a different league. It is a twelve-team league. It's currently expanded rosters, which I did look into because I didn't think about that at first. I noticed it was thirty-five, but it is actually thirty um, during the regular season. So, uh, you know, you got to watch out for that sometimes this mm-hmm. time of year. Some of these commissions just open that up. But we're doing start ten. It's not your typical start ten though, because you have quarterback, three running backs three receivers tight end one flex and then your super flex so it is a, it is in fact a super flex league it is ppr scoring the quarterbacks are devalued a little bit for uh four point per touchdown and obviously the big difference there is starting that having to start that third running back that's uh that's brutal that's brutal frankly i mean there's i bet you look at some of the starting lineups last year and uh you know it wasn't pretty I mean, so 36 running backs a week. Yeah. Starting. I mean, you're starting like RB 40 and 45 in some places because you don't have a guy on bye weeks. Holy yeah. crap. Like you're lucky to get five points. <laughs> like Jason's was, in the chat. This is perfect. What was the, oh, uh, I wonder what What's the up, weekly Jason? scoring was for the running backs across the league. Yikes. Oh, it's going to be brutal, but I want to pull the team up here because I want to run yeah. through this real quick because I think. This team, he actually, he said this too, and you want to read this while I'm pulling this up? Yeah, I will. I will read it. And just for some context, they did just complete the rookie draft. So we're obviously not going to be able to give you any advice there. Yeah. But, um, okay, so this is an orphan that he took over a couple years ago. Looks like two years ago now. So this is his third season. Um, Been trying to make trades. Seems like I just keep getting worse. Uh, traded a lot with one particular team, and that team has won the league two years in a row and feel like there might be some contention about that with other owners. That's kind of an interesting point. I mean, this is why we want this information from you guys because that's that's yep. great info, right? Um, you finished last every year and won two games the last two years. That's that's rough. Traded away Cousins and Tannehill, and, which I I would have too, so I don't I, I can't blame you there. Um, trying to pull this team out of the gutter. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like this team was gutted before you even took it over. So it's it's tough sometimes to well, a lot of picks. Uh, I would say a lot of rookies. We we you know, we you and I, Scott, have a lot of uh, of opinions on this rookie quarterback class, and this is yeah. maybe the the kind of team to dive into some of that because yeah, well that's that's the thing too is I yeah. want to talk about the draft and what he did here and like I this is the only year in which I've had some trepidation about my strategy overall with these quarterbacks. But at the end of the day, I now feel more conviction than ever 
about taking quarter, you know, I will take Pickett in the first. I don't give a shit. I don't even like him. I don't care if I don't like him because I don't need 11 other people in league to like him. I don't need a, a league of consensus. Like this guy's value is going to be insulated for at least a year. I'll be able to flip him, do something decent with him. You know, I mean, there's two scenarios that are going to happen, right? Either Trubisky's really good. <laughs> and then Pickett's gonna sit, which <laughs> we know we know that's not gonna happen. Uh, and then the other scenario is Trubisky is exactly who we think he is. We think he is, and then Pickett's gonna play. So, well, I, I pulled mean, up the draft. I want to yeah. start with the draft. You're exactly right. Like, I want to make sure we talk about this. He took Corral at 107. I do not like that. I mean, so Pickett went at 106. Yeah. So now, once Pickett goes, this. And I've had to I've had to make this decision too because this is my strategy of using the quarterbacks as the value insulation to build my rosters. And I've done it successfully many, many times. And I've turned rosters around in a year. But <laughs> but I it's corral specifically. It we must I, trust I, corral. I couldn't do it. I couldn't we must do trust it. corral. So I couldn't Corral do it. So you got bigger. You have bigger balls than I do because I wouldn't have been Corral able to. Corral at one hundred and seven. Willis at two hundred and six. Brian Robinson two hundred and seven. Sam Howell at two twelve. Keontae Ingram at three hundred and seven. Jerome Ford at four hundred and seven. And Jeremy Ruckert at four hundred and nine. Now, looking at those picks, I don't mind the names. What I mind is some of them anyway. And Corral and and Howell a little bit. The the draft number beside them. Like in my mind, that's a little bit of a reach, but I don't hate it. I want to be clear about this. I don't hate it. I think if you're going to go on this kind of mentality and if you're trying to rebuild your team, Scott, you said this, I think on last week's episode, I don't mind rebuilding through the QB position. So if you feel like Corral is the guy, if you're dead set on that, this is probably the one draft. I think I may ever say value doesn't matter. There is no such thing as consensus value. Everybody is worth $10. And so it's like, who cares? Go get your guy. Right. I would have rather done another guy at 107 there. One of the receivers was probably still there. You know, one of the Jameson Williams or I don't know, like even Wilson or Alave, something like that was probably still there at 107. You might have gotten more. But like you said last week, Scott, sometimes the QBs will inflate value much quicker and you can flip them for that. Or at least box. or at least just won't lose it. Correct. And so I don't, I don't hate the logic here. I just I feel like there were some reaches in general, but I don't mind the thought. And I like the only thing, the only thing I would say, Jason, on this is if you ended up getting stuck there and not being able to move around or do anything with that pick and then taking Corral, I get it. But I see you made the pick in four minutes. So while your league mates probably like your conviction and kept the draft moving, I don't. I am team slow draft. I will take every minute of an eight hour clock if I need to, to make my team better. And I don't give a shit how many times I get tagged or how many DMS I get or whatever. Yes. Fuck you. I get the alerts. I know I'm on the clock. (laughs) I'm making offers. I'm working on it. So I will, this is your time. This is the only time, the only single time you can guarantee that every owner is paying attention. Every manager in your league is paying attention during the rookie draft. That is the only one time in the 12 months that you can 100% sure. Now, maybe the beginning of the season too, right? Because everybody thinks they have a chance or whatever. But some teams are already rebuilding, right? So it, it, is, it is that. But Oh, God, um, he did trade up. I wondered when it said yeah, four he minutes. Traded up. He, he, he went, traded said, up went from, to get to He said he went from oh, one okay. pick to seven picks, but he traded a lot to get to the seven and take no. Corral then, I'm guessing. So, again – 
Not trying to crap on your team here. Going Jason. on Corral. Going on Corral, then. If that's your conviction, I don't blame you. Well, I guess what I'm, his well, competition, Sam Darnold, so he's, he's got to Agreed, right? So like, <laughs> this isn't a bad pick if Corral pays off, but the, the chances of that are somewhat low. So I don't know if I like the logic on this, like reaching for or trading up to get Corral. I'm not trying to crap on it. If that's your guy, that's your guy. That's fine. I'm curious My what question, you traded up from, Jason, because if it was like I, – I mean, Willis was there at the 206. Right. Corral was going to be there in the late second in this right. league. And so what I was actually going to comment on was on a similar vein. We're like looking at the elapsed time. Yeah, that's a soldier of fortune here. Sam Howell, no time pick made from pre-draft lift means he put Sam Sam Howell yeah. in that in that early. And like, and I, I love pre-draft lists. I do that all the time when I'm like, you know, it's getting later in the draft. Like, it's fine. I'm not going to trade this. I'll just take one of these guys. But like in my mind, Sam Howell at the 212 on a pre-draft. Like, and there were other options you could have pre-drafted ahead of him. I don't mind Keontae Ingram like that again. It, even at the three hundred seven, it might have held on. I love the Jerome Ford pick. I'm totally on board with that, and I actually really like the Jeremy Ruckert pick. We don't know this league, so I'm not trying Those to. Those are crap all future, on it. yeah, future guys, yeah, for sure. Right, but my logic is like the the first couple obviously are where you have the most value, but like getting Sam Howell in your pre draft, I don't know, I don't know. I, but again, the logic here. Fifty three seconds getting, to decide on Brian Robinson at the two hundred seven. Also, fifty three seconds. Which again, Brian Robinson at two hundred seven. I've I've on. seen him go that high, but I would I would rather oh, wait yeah. and see what you can trade for. Right. I like, like the I, last half of the draft way more than the first half of this draft. Well, again, it all depends on how it plays out, right? This uh, isn't a negative thing. It's just more like it's not how. Let's get back to the team for a second. Let's let's dive into this. So he's got Matt Corral and Sam Darnold both. I kind of dig that in the sense that you had Darnold. I don't mind you getting Corral in the first. You're it's guaranteed a little reach. to have three fourths of a quarterback at least. Good job. It's something. Yeah. Hey, you got yes. Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Howell, Case Keenum, Jordan Love, Trevor Simeon, Tarod Taylor, Kyle Trask, and Malik Willis. All of those quarterbacks are outside the top 24 in my book. Like you're looking at just hoping you get lightning in a bottle, but I love it on a rebuild taking quarterbacks. I'm on board with this plan. Yes. Right? Hoping somebody gets injured, Buffalo, Case Keenum, maybe Josh Allen gets hurt. God willing, that doesn't happen. But I'm saying like some of these guys could rocket in value in September. So I like the logic you're going for here. Running backs, he's got James Conner, Jerome Ford, Royce Freeman, Miles Gaskin, Keontae Ingram, Marlon Mack, Jarek McKinnon, Jarrett Patterson, Brian Robinson, Larry Roundtree, and Trey Sermon. Again, I feel like James Conner is your best running back. Like, whew, man, I that is that is not a contending roster. And with James Conner, that's where I think that's where we all kind of targeted in our trades. But uh receiver, yeah. we got Nelson Aguilar, Tyler Boyd, Russell Gage, Rashard Higgins, Curtis Samuel, and I'm Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon Ross, your wide receiver one. I don't hate it, but again, that needs some work. So this is a two two-year rebuild in my book. Like just looking at this, like it's not a bad thing. Just Dig your heels in and figure it out because you've got some pieces, but not a ton. Uh, finishing it up with tight end Gerald Everett, Noah Fant, Brevin Jordan, David Njoku, and Jeremy Rucker. So again, what you said before, Scott, this is a, a 35 roster now going down to 30. You've got to cut a couple people before I even get into the find me a trade. And maybe this is perfect for you, John. What two players on this roster are you cutting? I can only cut two. Let's just say that. Yes. <laughs> For the sake of argument, let's say you only have to cut two. You can cut more, but you you only have to cut two. Which two are you cutting first? Uh, so let's look at quarterback. Quarterbacks that I would be interested in keeping on my roster, and I'm only keeping them like because nobody's offering me anything for them. Sure. Corral, Darnold, Garoppolo, Howell, I would keep him. Keenum, I 
don't care about at all. Jordan Love, I, I mean, I'm not, ready, hurt. I'm not ready to cut him, so I guess I'm keeping him. Simeon, zero, don't care, cut him, keep him, do whatever you want with him. Irrelevant. Terod Taylor, honestly, fine, keep him. But literally, if you get like a third-round pick or a fourth-round yeah. pick from yes. the Daniel, the Daniel Jones, Jones manager, owner. Yeah, like take take whatever you can get. Kyle Trask, I mean, look, Tampa Bay even kind of came out and said it. He in it. So yep. uh yeah, find the Tom Brady manager. Like yep. all of these guys that maybe get a third or a fourth, which you probably invested more than that, more than that for Trask. Well, Doesn't if matter. it's a takeover and orphan, like he oh, didn't true, invest true, anything. True, true, true. He didn't invest yeah. anything. So yeah. If it's a takeover like that, and you're thinking, how long is this going to take me to rebuild? I'm looking at this roster, and I am fully on board that no roster should take more than two years to rebuild. Because, one, you should never put yourself in the position to be that bad. This is what you should do with this league. Pay the entry fee for the next three years. Pay it now. Honestly. I don't mind pay that. It, pay it now, because then you don't have to think about departing the league and you can solely focus on, look, I'm already paid. That money's gone. I'm now focusing on yeah. 2025. Like this, I'm not, man, this, this team's in rough shape. It's just, it's rough. This is going to be an exercise I, in patience. This whole team is going to take so much patience. Yeah, this, It's not how I build either. So maybe that's just me. I build in super flex. I build with wide receivers everywhere. I build with wide receivers. Like, but in super flex, I don't build on quarterbacks that aren't um, super invested in by their team. Like, right. I, in order for me that's to that's the want, challenge with this it, class. Yeah, yeah. In order for me to want to spend on quarterbacks in Superflex, they have to have already been spent on by their NFL team, whether with a nice contract or a really nice draft investment. Because guess what? The people that change in the NFL, the coach, when something's not working, if the new coach comes in and something's not working, then it's the quarterback's fault. So that quarterback is gone and they're starting over with their own guy. That's just how it goes in the NFL. Nobody comes in and inherits a quarterback and then, oh, this is the perfect situation now. It's always, let's what can we change? And the quarterback is the easiest thing to change in the NFL. That's why a lot of teams do it poorly and just keep doing it over and over and over. Well, I, I would argue the running back is the easiest to change. Well, this, yeah, this should be clear. Like running, running backs, backs are, are disposable. Like it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, so that's I, a good to kind of to kind of go on what you were saying and, and maybe pigtail in a little bit, at least to our trades. And Scott, I want you to go first because yours and mine are pretty similar, but I want you to get into it and then I'll kind of piggyback on that. But if I'm looking at this roster as a rebuild, I love Willis. I love Love. I love Garoppolo because you can trade him for something to the Lance owner. I love having both Darnold and Corral because whoever ends up getting that job is going to have value. Trade him away. Like this is going to be. How much value do you think they hold? It do, honestly, I don't yeah, know. Darnold, As of today, it doesn't have much starter, at all. You think you can get a second? I bet you can second. get a second or at least a late first. Someone who's contending, no who's looking for a QB three for the starter in Carolina in week three. It's going to take time. You're not going to have anything until then. And this is where I'm going with this. There are definitely some teams, depending on the rosters, that after three weeks are three and zero, and are like, I wasn't expecting to contend, but guess what? I am. And bye weeks are coming, and I only have two QBs. I see it in every league that somebody who is undefeated after three weeks, four weeks, and is heading into buys, and they only have two QBs, they will overpay for a QB. 
So I'm, again, I'm, I'm not saying this is perfect for every league. I'm just saying you have to play, you almost have to play this perfectly. You have to play this exactly right in order to contend within a year. I'm oh, guessing geez. it's going to take two as a minimum. And I love your logic of like paying in the fee and being like, it's going to be a long process. Like this is not going to happen overnight. And you have to wait for kind of what Scott was saying. You have to wait for the values to spike. You have to wait for something to change. You have to wait for some news to come out where, I don't know, a blurb comes out in June. Marlon Mack is the starter over over Pierce. Trade Marlon Mack. Uh, Jarek McKinnon just got cut by the Chiefs, but he got signed by the Bucks because Fournette got hurt. Trade Jarek McKinnon. You have to strike when the iron is hot on every single player. And that's exhausting. There's a lot of work to go into this team. Let's turn this around. It's not impossible, but it's going to take a ton of babysitting. And I think my first pick, which I think is Scott's first pick, if you want to go into your trade, my first logic is what's the one piece on this team that makes no sense? It's James Conner. There's no future value here, and he might go to a contender, maybe. So, Scott, what was your trade for James Conner? Because I know you had one. So I'm I'm shocked that Conner's on the roster in the first place. When he blew up at the end of last year, that's when, that's when yep. he was traded by everybody. I had zero shares at that point because, I mean – Connor's made of glass. He always has been. I've never been interested in him ever. And even I bought two shares at the trade deadline last year because that's, he was the hot running back and, you know, I wanted to win my leagues. Right. And so, he, you know, any, any competing team should want that. And when you're starting three running backs, there was definitely a, a place for him. Um, so it comes down to value. And I think a lot of times what happens is you're you're trying to trade constantly with everyone in your league and it's, there's kind of trade fatigue there. And so you're going to have to do. So for Jason, this is it's not my trade necessarily. It's more my strategy with it. So yeah. pick any player on your roster and you're going to have to do package deals. Okay, I think you're going to have to package your picks. You're going to have to say, so So I did James Conner in your 23 second to the island of Foster Moreau for his 23 first and third. So normally I'm just saying, hey, let's let's package up a little bit because this guy probably thinks your second's going to be the 201. Yep. And if he's confident in his team, he thinks it's going to be a late first. Now, I would disagree. I don't think his team's as good as he probably does. I mean... I don't know what he thinks of his team, but I'm just looking at the quarterbacks and super flex. And that's typically all I need to look at to know where, where teams going to finish. Um, you know, although Rocky does disprove that uh, from time to time, but in this particular league with these players, I feel like he, he would be a target for me to pick up his 23 first. Um, it's a team on paper that might be better than it actually, you know, actually produces. So I would be targeting a team like that. But by adding a fourth onto like every deal, you know, yes. by or in some cases, you know, the players Andrew mentioned earlier, a Marlon Mack. So when you trade a Marlon Mack for, um, you know, offer your Anything. third, offer your third and go for, for their second, second because yep. your third is going to be 301 or 302. Right. And so they're only moving back maybe a few spots in theory. And I can I cannot tell you how many times that has worked out in my favor over the years. Um, there was an orphan I took over in in a league Andrews in and I I traded Gronk right away because I was like, I yep. can't do anything with this guy. And I traded my second for his first. Now, the guy ended up winning. So it was the 112. It's not like I made out great there, but 
hey, I you know, I went from like the 206 to the 112 or whatever it was, or the 205 to the 112. So and we great, don't know, you know where they're going to end, honestly. Like yeah. at, at this point of the year, it's 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 fun to say like, okay, I am pretty certain that Jason here, unfortunately, is going to finish at the 01 of whatever round. But trading into that first, that guy might have injuries and other things that happen that make him instead of the 112, the 106, right? Like I'm almost certain that that's, you're going to be at the early point, but that other pick could leave for always. Up, right? Exactly. Yep. I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Yes. The odds of somebody failing is much higher than the odds of somebody succeeding, especially in fantasy and dynasty. Especially also, at this time of also, year. Also, those picks are going to hold far more currency for you because remember, the picks lose the value once you make the pick. Yep. So as long as you have the picks and you can turn them into more picks and just keep doing that until you have enough or until you get enough players, you know um it's it's really it's an underutilized strategy in my opinion is is to do that package deal but when people know you have a bad team and then you put it in front of them like listen you're really only moving back a few spots here right you sell it yep it's a no-brainer i mean it it, it almost always gets accepted honestly i i have great success with that well and then you get a first and now you can send that to someone else for a first plus something else because they see the first that's right. Exactly so like you it. can literally play the angles on this. You have to win at the margins with this yep, kind of win. team. You literally have to yep. play all of the possible little tiny twists. And to kind of put it back to what we were saying before, this is the kind of team I'd send so many crappy offers on because you never know. Like at this point, I'd be sending like 15 offers a day. Like I would be blanketing the league to the point where they see an offer for me and they probably decline it automatically. And I'm like, I don't care at this point. You know, I'm looking for something. So when something happens, they know to reach out to me. They know my team is on a fire sale and I'm looking for picks. I don't mind giving up that information. And this is, again, it, it's a different playing style. Not everybody does it this way. And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is what I would do with it. I'd have fun with this. The other right? thing, like, though, right, let's too, trade it all. The other thing is you're going to have to watch for injured players, yep. injured, suspended, and whatever. Blurbs. Honestly, anybody any whose blurb. value takes a hit that is likely to rebound get those guys so even like uh so i'll give you an example that wouldn't seem logical calvin ridley yes yeah that he's the guy you want on this team for sure go go get calvin ridley because he's not going to score you any points he's not going to make your pick worse but his value is going to probably most likely now maybe we never hear from this guy again who knows what happens with him but i don't know he's nfl very talented receiver do you think somebody's going to give him a shot in a year pretty pretty likely so a couple so other names you can that, get him for cheap well, yeah. a couple other names in that same boat is like lavisca chanel Kadarius tony uh how jj rager honestly like jalen rager jj or sega white like any of those like crappy no name Nikhil harry like if, if harry gets traded or something you never know you have to take those high risk low reward do not trade trades. picks for them no 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 don't, don't trade picks no 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 Hey, he traded up to get back corral to 107. So it's fair. Come on, Jason. Fair. Don't trade. But I'm saying like <laughs> trade like Marlon Mack for Nikhil Harry. You know what I'm saying? Like some Nikhil Harry has a higher upside than Marlon Mack. You don't need running backs. Literally trade every running back for the best possible receiver you can come up with. Like package two of them for uh Visca Chenault. Or honestly, like pick any like see what's on your waivers, which we're not even gonna get into on this because it's more of a trade thing. But it's like literally you have to you have the to waivers wait. all on his roster. Well, kind of. <laughs> But again, it's like you have to make every it, possible baby. upside. Every, what you should be thinking about is what's the most upside? What is the best possible outcome for this player? I want the best possible outcome. And then if it doesn't work, you risk nothing because you're giving up Marlon Mack. You know what I mean? Like you're not risking anything here. 
right? And so that's that's where I'm going with it. So to, to dovetail I, I like into a little mine, different way. That's fine. John, I love it, John. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. What's your what's John. your logic here? <laughs> so I would probably tell say in the chat, all right, I am going to cut James Connor, or I'll take the best offer by Friday at five o'clock. I'm not I love, sending I out love that. 15 shitty offers. I love I'm that. Not forward my time. So I'm cutting him at five o'clock Eastern Friday night. Like, <laughs> and if nobody sends an offer, you cut him. You actually follow through with it and you cut him. And then you go back to the chat and say, I'm going to cut Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> I will take the best offer by Monday at five o'clock. Guess what? Then you're going to get offers. Who cares if James Conner could have gotten you a second? You're going to get better offers then because all of a sudden you're going to get offers because people are like, he's not going to cut him. He's not going to cut him. He's just trying to get a deal. No, cut him. Cut him. <laughs> just cut him. And then everybody will bitch. Well, somebody's going to get James Conner off the waiver wire. What do you care? It doesn't matter to you. Your team's terrible. James Conner's not going to affect your team in any possible way. Uh, he, could, he could make your pick higher, actually. Get Correct. rid of him. No, in no positive way will he affect you, unless you can get a second for him at some point. If somebody doesn't offer you a second for him, you're not going to give him away for a third. I would cut him before I took a third for him, honestly. Just wow. to prove the point. Like, I, <laughs> I don't agree. Want your I agree. Third round pick. I will put him out there on the waiver wire. And that person that you don't want to get him, that contender that just needs a backup running back, guess what? He's going to bid against you and fab now. Have fun. You could have had him if you just gave me a second. You don't like it? Oh, shit. Now I'm on Raw's on the block. Who wants to offer me something? I'm not kidding. Like, you got that's how I would have fun with that kind of a team. That I don't, team total I don't hate this. I don't hate this. It's not how I play it, but I don't hate this. What, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? A third? You have, you have, you might, you might have lost out on a third for James Conner. Who cares? <laughs> like, hold your, it's not even holding your league hostage, it's holding them accountable. If they're well, not paying attention and they're not they're not willing to send an offer that's decent, then up the up the stakes and say, look, all right, not only am I okay, fine, I'm not going to get what I want, that's fine, but somebody's going to get this player then for a whole hell of a lot less than what you were offering. Maybe you should offer more. Well, hang on, hang on. I got an I got a question, and I I've seen people do this, and Scott I have Connor actually does. It's no, I, I, I've seen people do this, but Scott Connor I think has a really interesting way of doing it. It's kind of a combo of this. Well, he'll send out like trade bait. And say Connor's worth a third, uh, Mar Marlon Max worth a fourth. Like he'll send out like prices for stuff, and then mm -hmm. auto accept first one that comes in gets it for that price. Yep. I'd rather do that than than threaten to cut with no offer because again, if you're if it's an orphan and I'm taking over, I have no idea what this league is like. I don't know how active this league is. There are You'll literally find out leagues. real fast. Oh, you damn right you will. <laughs> but you can lose value on that. Like I don't know Who if cares? I want to do that. You're not losing. I anything. cares. Look I ca what, me cares. Me but me you're cares. Worried about trying to I don't want to lose value. You're going to lose a third round pick. You were you were heartbroken when I said maybe you could have gotten a third for him, and you were like, oh, but you could have gotten a third for him. Who cares? Think about what you're learning about nine percent hit rate. Those it. third round picks, baby. It's not about that. It's about adding a third to a player for a second, and then a player to the second for the first. It's about the process. I'm not know, saying it's a wrong idea. Speed that process up and say I, I'm going to get a second for James Conner, or I'm going to cut him. Right. And so this is what I'm saying. You send that out and you say trade bait, James Conner second, or I'm cutting him at five o'clock. It's like a combo of the two. And I think maybe that's where I would go in my mind, because also I, I know me, if I say something about I'm cutting James Conner at five o'clock on Friday, unless I get an offer, 
I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna cut him. Like, I just, I know my, See, I just, I'm not gonna do it. You can't, you can't do that. You have to follow through. Oh, and that's why God, you're giving me anxiety. This isn't even my team. Holy crap! I love the it. Only one that has even a shred of like, maybe he's worth a second. Like, I'm on Rob, probably worth a late first in I would this think. class. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no other, nobody else on that roster. Nobody worth else. First round yep. pick. Like, me, you're, and you're not getting a 2023 third for Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, or 2023 first. You're not getting yeah. that for Amon Like, you might get the 112 or 111 in this class. You're not getting a first next year. Well, so, so I don't think me- you have anything with a first. So what do you care? Like, just have fun with it. And honestly, like, that's, I, that is what I would do, is I would say James Conner, I think, is the right one to do it. Because everybody knows that he's probably going to have some running back value. He's probably worth a second to the to a few teams in the league, but they might not want to give that because they don't yeah. have to because everybody else is only offering a third. Fine, then you fight over him on the waiver wire. <laughs> I love your cutthroatness, John. This is awesome. I've 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 heard Wait, of this, fun. but I haven't talked to you about it. And I'll Wait, be honest, fun. you're selling the crap out of it. You're making it very exciting. I, I, have done, that's, that's I, I, I have said I am cutting a player by time X and then I have followed through and done it. And it's but you're bringing up, you're bringing up a point that I know that we've hit on before. Value is important and trying to get your team better and all this. Have fun with it, man. Like if that's what you want to do, like We're honestly, like, you, against each other. like, yeah. I, I, and at the I'm same time, I can just cut the player. What do I care? Now it's up to yeah. you guys to do whatever. You yeah, want. At the same time, you could do it with like a Jimmy G, right? Like you could be like, Hey, I'm cutting Garoppolo. Like you could do it with some, anybody like pick anybody. But don't don't do it with rookies in my mind, right? Like you're not no, gonna do it no, with anybody. No. I, I mean, I'm you're not gonna do it with somebody's short term value. Yep. I'm not threatening to cut Malik There's logic Willis. to it. Uh, yep. I'm not threatening to cut Corral. I guess I don't know. I might. Well, at 107, uh, I would hold Corral. Like you might as well yeah, hold I mean, that some invested, cost for a but, minute. Uh, but yeah, but like, it's, it's but not, if you do it with like a Trey Sermon, nobody cares, yep. right? Oh, I'm cutting Trey Sermon on Friday, and everybody's gonna go. I don't care. You have you haven't cut him already. Got to do it with somebody of value, like Tyler Boyd, even. So like that's actually. Let me talk about this. My trade was similar to Scott's, but it's a little different. And again, I don't know if it'll actually go through, but mine was to send James Conner to Top Gun for Dalton Schultz. Now, Dalton Schultz is getting a ton of publicity. A lot of people like him. I know they're like, I think Chase Vernon put him in as like his top three tight ends or something. And it's just getting a lot of kickback and all this. And I'm not here to say it's a right or wrong choice. I'm just saying there are a lot of people out there that really like Dalton Schultz. I am not one of those people, so I'm valuing him about the same as James Conner. And I'd rather have Dalton Schultz on my roster than James Conner in this rebuild. Like, I'd rather hold a young tight end that can get somewhere. So my thought was, let's try that trade. And if it doesn't work, they're like, all right, maybe. Because, again, they're the best running backs on that team are Aaron Jones, Michael Carter, and Tony Pollard. A little risky. So you could use an RB2, especially if you're contending, which I think that is. that team. So I'm thinking you might be able to add a little bit to it or add a little sweetener or do, like, I don't know. Like, uh, I think I put like add Boyd and see if they'll throw in Pierce, the running back. Again, getting a rookie, you know, something like that. Maybe you can add in a vet for a rookie. And then I said, worst case scenario, send Connor for a 23 second as a final backup. Now, here's the twist. You mentioned it too, John. If if I don't get a second for Connor, you're cutting him. You're done. Right? Is that your logic? Like, if I put that out there and I'm like, hey, if I don't get a second, I'm cutting him. Yep. And nobody sends me a second. You're cutting him. You're willing to yep. let go of that value and just be like, here's what, what value happened. his value isn't a second. You know why? Because you didn't, nobody get, paid for that. Value was a third. Yep. I agree his with your logic. Your, I agree your with your logic. Is, I'm just saying value is less than a second. So what do you care about less than a second? A third round pick is not turning around your roster. 
Like, it's not going to happen. No, but you're not holding that third round pick. Like, let's be honest. Like, this is, and don't take this the wrong way, John, but you're, you're doing it like in the lazy way, which I don't mind. It's more like, I don't have time for this kind of way, right? Like, it's, it's almost like the, I'm just going to shortcut this. And I yeah. love that because that's Speed not up. a bad argument. It's Get not. There. not. All right. I, you can you can offer me a hundred things that say plus a third in I Scott says he listens to every Wall Street. <laughs> what do I do when their third and fourth round picks are included sure. in Wall Street? Yeah. Uh, okay, right that off because it's not yeah. worth anything. Yeah. Right. Like, like you can add you can add you could give me the whole third round draft. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, you got a ten percent chance of hitting. I'll, I'll probably hit one player out of that. So right. that would actually be of some value. You got to roster right? twelve of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, you I have to drop half your team. Yeah. That taxi, that taxi squad better be a hefty <laughs> taxi squad. Like, Unlimited. Yeah. A, a third round picks just. What do I? It's just not worth it. It's not worth. I agree it. with your logic. Forward. I agree. So, so I guess <laughs> let's 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 wrap this up for a second. Let's, let's go to a different direction. Okay. You're saying you'd rather burn the player and lose the value, and then what? And then and then what? Like if you lose the value on everything, is your logic then? I'm not scoring any points. I'm not trading any of my picks. Like I'm just going to sit here and wallow for two years until I get my players back and I get, well, you know, uh, it's on picks. the next like, guy. They know you're serious. So they're going to pay up and well, give you the value. That's where I was going to say, so like now at least make the pay more maybe for that one. Cause they know you're serious, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you gain, you gain, uh, you gain that value like, back. There's a reaction. Like, there is a reaction. If you go this route, <laughs> you will get a reaction in the league. And, for me, anytime, because I, when I play games, I do like to try and force other people to be in bad right. spots. To make and a decision rather, that hurts them. Yeah. Yes. I would rather them be reactionary and me be uh, putting them in a position to have to react. Does that You'd make sense? You'd rather be the king telling them to cut their baby in half than the person deciding which half do I keep, right? Like, it's that, you're like, I just want to be sure. in charge of something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I mean, I yes, I don't want to cut any babies in half. Like, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> well, obviously. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't, I'm willing to give that up because I think what I gain then is the league will be react and pay attention. And when I then say, I'm on Ross St. Brown, getting ready to do the same thing. What are we going to do? That's somebody they're not going to want to just see on the waiver wire. So you yeah. make a reaction. And okay. So if you don't follow through with it, then James Conner just sits on your roster and guess what he's worth next year at this time. Less. Not he's scoring third. points for you, which is bad, but this he, again, so Jason doesn't have his own first. So let's be clear about that too. Yeah. So like I, there's I, no real value in that, but it is still worth mentioning. Like him scoring points is bad. Technically, but not for him. But I mean, so like you have nothing to gain from keeping James Conner on your roster. Absolutely zero to gain. He's never going to increase in value from here on. He's yeah. not going to magically become worth a first. He might be worth a second right now. Well, let, like, let's let's pivot on this for just a second. This is a start three running back league. Remember how we talked about yeah. that before? Like there no, he's is probably actually, worth a second. <laughs> right. There is some value <laughs> yeah. in a running back in this league yeah. in the start three because there aren't that many. After 30, it drops off a freaking cliff. I mean, like yeah. you're starting guys like I don't know, Chase Edmonds in some leagues, and then the next one, you're like Savon Ahmed is my third. Like, I just that's all I got. Like right. there is some value in a third running back, and, yeah. and I think more than Amon Ross St. Brown, even in this league. I think you can find a buyer, but you're right. You're right. You're exactly right. Not gonna you're going to have to put in person. some work to find that buyer. And if you're not the kind of person that's interested in finding that work, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you for doing like, and this is going to sound bad. I don't blame you for saying like the lazy route and being like, 
Here's what it is. It's it's a shortcut. I'm just going to get it over with. I, I am I, all about efficiency. I do not mind it. Lazy to me just forces me to figure out different ways to do things. Well, I'll put it this way. I just took over an orphan uh, two weeks ago. And I am I am sitting here contemplating doing that exact thing you mentioned because it's a DTC league. And I'm like, that could be really entertaining to watch some of these dr- Dynasty Trade Calculator guys go a little bit nuts on waivers. So it's kind of... I, I'm kind of I'm buying into it, John. I kind of dig it. This this could be a lot of fun. You're right because it also pits everyone against each other. It puts yeah. you as like I'm out. I don't care. I'm but thinking yeah, about like, it. I'm not by the way, if I have any, if I have anybody like I'm clearly not looking for like massive returns. So then maybe you do start getting a bunch of third round picks because they're like, well, hell, I can throw a third round at this other. Who else was on there? Like Marlon Mack and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, like maybe somebody offers you a fourth rounder because they know, well, this guy doesn't care about any of these players. So literally any, any player on this guy's roster is fair game for me to offer. This is the, this is the league where you do want the crappy offers. You're hoping people send you even crappy offers just so you can start. Cause maybe you do eventually get to the, having the entire third round of the draft and then you get one player out of it. Even if you had to give up 12 players, not that bad, right? <laughs> and you got you get one. It's worth it because well, a lot of those guys. If you look at that roster, what it is right now, and you look at where those players are a year from now, maybe two years. <laughs> nice, nice disclaimer. Uh, two years from now, the majority of those guys are on the waiver wire. Maybe a right. couple of the quarterbacks are around, and maybe yeah. one of the tight ends and a wide receiver. But like, that's a waiver wire team. So, so, so here, let, let's let's wrap this up for a second here, because I think we've actually done a really good job of giving him some <laughs> options, more so than most. I'm so glad you're on, John. This is great. This I is so badly want to see what see what Jason does. I'm sure Me he'll too. tell, I'm sure he'll tell us. Oh, he'll tell us. Jason, he'll tell us. check in, send us trades. Every time we make a trade, send us a DM or tag us on something. Give us a poll. You know, if you do something like John's saying, where you, you do the threat and the cut, Tell oh us my god, goes. that would be awesome! Because this is one of those leagues. You're probably right. This is one of those leagues you could have a lot of fun with and never win it, but it's worth the entry fee just to have the fun. And I'm in a couple of those where it's like I just want to play in a league with these people and like trade talk with them and like talk trash with them and like I don't care how my team does. There are plenty of those leagues out there. And so if you're in one of these just for fun leagues and it's ten bucks, twenty bucks, then you don't care. You're like, hey, whatever. I don't mind this logic. I, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't know, I'm coming around, John. I kind of dig it. And I think, too, something else that he mentioned, which is what Rocky mentioned, is that maybe you start targeting that 24 class, right? And Kevin actually brought this up in the chat. Is like, couldn't Connor and Amon Ra fetch a yeah. 24 first together? You're probably right. But I, I don't mind John's logic of just blowing it up, literally blowing it up, and like seeing the chaos that that explosion causes that ricochets across the league. And so the worst, Jason, the worst outcome is it's going to take three years to rebuild your yeah, team. You're already there. So like, what's well, the pro- so here's what, the thing. Jason just commented. I will for sure yes. try. I'm going to try yes. John's idea. Jason, please. You have keep got us to follow this, through and cut. You, you and are cut now him. officially the <laughs> Dynasty Junkies episode 95 team. And we are very curious to see how this goes. But I think we've beat this into the ground. I think we get the idea. And I'll be honest, John, you've given me some terrific ideas. I'm glad you're on. Because now I'm going to go do some of this crazy crap in leagues. And they're going to be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, John Bosch said it was okay. It's all right. It's all right. John Bosch said it was okay. He's the commissioner. He knows what he's doing. So, wow. What a team. What a conversation. This has been great. I'm really excited to see what happens here. What about you, Scott? (laughs) Jason, I just can't wait for the updates, man. Me neither. I'm excited. This is going to be great. 
it's gonna Oof. be a good time but i also like i mean i usually just say that you know russ said it was okay but now i yeah. get to say john said it was okay too john so now we'll, just, right. we'll we could spread it around a little bit you know yes oh, well all right john all right. do you have anything else you want to pitch before we're out of here anything else going on in your world anything you want to talk about we've been on for a while this has been a great episode i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna listen to this and have fun this is gonna be great <laughs> But anything go, you want to sign up talk for about. eliminators, folks. That's eliminators. eliminators. Always the eliminators. That, exactly. is, that is all I am for the next uh, three to four weeks. Just eliminators. Well, I'm with you. It's going to be awesome to help out. So, yeah, go sign up for some eliminators. We have some spots left in the Dynasty Junkies Eliminator if you want to play against us. Uh, we we may not. We can't do trades. We can't do cuts. We can't do ad drops. But definitely keep us posted, Jason, how that goes. And anyone else that's listening, if you decide this blow it up, put someone on the block and cut them. I love it. Let's see how it goes. But yeah, it's going to be a great year. Let's do it. All right. Well, with that, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. As always, thanks to all the homies in the chat. Jason, thank you so much for the uh, the amazing submission. This was, uh, this was a fun one. This is a fun one. I mean, hey, th- we try to do different ones and, and get different theories and, you know, that's that's how it goes man hopefully we can we can help you know more than one person right uh that's what it's all about one person at a time um yeah so all right blame rocky for anything that went wrong check um andrew on twitter at andrew hall ff uh, John on Twitter at John Bosch ff myself at Scott underscore Sidlow Rocky at Dynasty FF Addict. Of course, the DAP Network. Follow, subscribe, rate, and review. We are currently bribing for your reviews. If you submit a find me a trade and give us a review, we will move you up the list for that. So definitely want to, uh, you know, give us a review if you want to move up the list. And we have incredible, incredible list of guests coming up here we have some really fun ones coming on you do not want to mix miss the next couple weeks um we're gonna have a lot more uh a lot more great content and a lot more nonsense so that's that's what you can find here on the junkies it is may and we are all in and man we love this shit so with that for john for andrew i'm scott sidlow junkies out see you